0: Greetings in the most beloved and highly favored name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to our Bible study lesson. Lessons which only address timely revelations, present sealing truth, meet in due season for God's church today in seven days and days. These Bible study lessons have twofold purpose one, to announce the soon coming judgment of the living. Which goddess people are soon to meet? Two, to call them to a decided action to separate themselves from all world things and wealthiness and anchor themselves on the solid rock by obedience to all truth known to this denomination, if we are to escape the soon coming run. Please remember to make use of our PDF files for the respective subjects for visual aid. May you be blessed as you listen and study prayerfully. Our subject of concern today is butter and honey. Butter and honey found in the book Isaiah chapter 7. Here we want to address questions such as, what does butter represents? How about honey? What do two sheep and young cow represent? Who is the man who is given the responsibility to nourish them? Our text for meditation is found from the book, Early Writings, page 96, which says, Truth is straight, plain, clear, and stands out boldly in its own defense. But it is not so with error. It is so winding and twisting that it needs a multitude of words to explain it in its crooked form, close God. Here God is telling us that truth is straight, plain, clear, and stands out boldly in its own defense. So I want to say today that there is another prophecy in addition to Zechariah chapter 4 and Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 and 6 that there is a prophet to come after Ellen G. White. Open with me from the book Isaiah, chapter seven, verse fourteen and fifteen. It reads: Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Immanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Okay, now let us hear what inspiration has to say about these two verses which we have just read. Track number 6, page 27 says, It is agreed that the child he has spoken of prophetically is Christ. And according to these verses, he was prescribed a special diet, as was John the Baptist. Luke one fifteen, Matthew three four. Yet there is no record showing that Christ's diet was ever of literal butter and honey. There is record, though, that he did it of all the sanctified foods that were commonly used by the Jews in his time. That is a fact that there is no record showing that Christ ate literal butter and and honey. Continuing on with our reading, it says, As aforestated, there is no record showing that Christ ate actual butter and honey, but as the prophet's utterance must be correct, the only conclusion possible is that the butter and honey are symbolical of something which Christ which Christ freely used and which made him wise and able to discriminate between good and evil. Plus God. So here we see that butter and honey must be symbolical of something which Christ freely used, and which made him wise and able to discriminate between good and evil. Chapter 14, page 38 says, Accordingly, also the two foods which Emmanuel was to eat in order to refuse the evil and choose the good, must be symbolical, for butter and honey in themselves possess no virtue or efficience to transmit moral discernment, vitalize the will, and purify the heart. Besides, he ate of all lawful foods in general. Matthew 11, 19 These two points, therefore, witness that the butter and honey are symbolical of the scriptures unfolded. Meat in due season, the only foods that gives one the knowledge and the will to do right instead of wrong. Thus Christ said, I have meat to eat that ye know not of John four thirty two. Hence, the Christian who would truly know his God and his church in order to be emptied of evil and filled with good must now feed on present truth, the progressive Truth of the living word revealed through inspiration, close quote. Here we see that that which enabled Christ to choose good and refuse the evil was nothing else other than the Bible. Scriptures unfolded, meet in due season, the present truth. Remember, he had to advance with the present truth which he came with. Hence, he was able to refuse that which men like the Pharisees, the high priest, the scribes, were forcing him to bow down to. It's only the present truth that enabled Christ to refuse the tradition of men and choose the good. Moving on with our verses on Isaiah chapter 7 verse 21 and 22, it says, Isaiah seven twenty one and 22 says, And it shall come to pass in that day that a man shall nourish a young cow and two sheep. And it shall come to pass for the abundance of milk that they shall give. Ye shall eat butter. For butter and honey shall everyone eat that is left in the land. Now we see three milk-producing creatures, a young cow and two sheep. Take note, they are producing what? Milk in its abundance. Then inspiration goes on to comment on these two verses, saying on track number 6, page 29, paragraph 2, it says, As butter is churned from milk, and as milk from which... This spiritual butter is made comes from the two sheep and the young cow. The truth flows forth that these three milk-producing creatures symbolize three different sources from which the word of the Lord butter is obtained. Remember, we saw that Christ ate present truth. Scriptures unfolded meat into season for him to be able to refuse the evil and choose good. Here now we see a shift of things. On verse 21 and 22, we see three creatures producing milk. The milk is being used to produce butter. So in a way, obviously, if butter is the word of God, these three creatures should be producing the word of God. These are three different sources from which we can obtain the word of the Lord, Barta. Now we ask, milk, what does it represent in, in scriptures, milk? Open with me, Hebrews 5, verse 12 to 14. It says, For when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So milk in scriptures represent the first principles of oracles of God, the basics of the Bible. Whereas the strong meat, which enables one to discern both good and evil, we are talking about the high levels of the Bible, the present truth, the meat in Jew season For further reading about milk, open First Peter 2 verse 2 and 3, even Isaiah 28, 19. Moving on, the two sheep and the young cow are producing milk in abundance, which means they're producing the word of God in its abundance, right? Then inspiration says on page 29, paragraph 2 of text number 6, the cow is young, the sheep are not. To repeat, the cow is young, the sheep are not. Accordingly, The source of butter, God's word, represented by the young cow, is of later origin than the sources represented by the two sheep. The two of a kind, therefore, can only represent the Old and New Testament scriptures. Whereas the cow, being larger and younger than the sheep, represents sacred volumes of correspondingly larger proportions of a latter origin than the Bible. These volumes manifestly are the latter day writings of the spirit of prophecy, Revelation nineteen ten, which enable their patrons to refuse the evil and choose the good, and which bring to them the honey. So from here we see that the two sheep represent the old and the new testament bible whereas the cow which is younger of a later origin must be something which comes after the old and new testament bible have been written what can it be if not the writings of the spiritual prophecy and take note the writings of spiritual prophecy in terms of size are larger and they came later when the Bible had been written. How about honey? To be specific, honey, what does honey represent? Revelation 10 verse 10, Revelation 10 verse 10 says, And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Here we see that which happened in the period of 1844. The proclamation of the message by the Millerite movement was sweet as honey. The anticipation that Christ was coming on October 22 was sweet as honey. Yet the disappointment was bitter. So honey in scriptures represent the great joy resulting from feasting on the word of God, the great joy resulting from feasting on the word of God. we saw that there is a man who is commissioned to nourish these three milk producing creatures, so that they can be butter. Remember, the three milk producing creatures are only producing milk in his abundance, not butter. But because of this man who comes in, then we see that butter is churned out. Tact number 6, page 44, paragraph 2, has this to say about the man. It says, Here the Lord tells us that the milking of the two sheep and the young cow, the unfolding of the heavens and scrolls, is not entrusted to all, but to a man profit. This means that the one through whom the light is revealed nourishes these sources of supply by arousing widespread interest in them, thus keeping them alive and producing. And each one who would remain in the land must give them his steady patronage and be on the alert, of course. To interest others in their lasting life-giving product. Close quote. A man is given a responsibility to nourish. Take note, it's only a man. One, singular. And this man comes after the books of spiritual prophecy. Right? To look after the Bible and the books of SOP. Obviously here inspiration is telling us that a prophet, a man is to come to unfold and reveal the truth through these three sources, the Bible and the SOP, the Old and New Testament and the SOP. Who can it be? If not the Elijah of today, if not the last prophet, of the church, Brother VT whatever. So again we see that the Bible has got plenty and plenty of evidences that there is a prophet to come after Ellen G. White, the Elijah of today. Our study summary, our study summary, butter equals to present truth, honey equals to the great joy resulting from feasting. On the word of God, the two sheep represent the Old and the New Testament. The young cow depicts books of spiritual prophecy. And the man who comes after is none other than the Elijah of today, Brother Vitiotia, whom God sent with a message written in the original shepherd's word. Lastly. The present truth is the only ticket to be left in the land. Those that do not feast upon this present truth message, they won't be left in the land. Obviously, this is a... And they won't be left in the land when the judgment takes place in the church of God today, the SDA church. For more information, if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like to obtain a print copy of the original title literature that gives complete details on these and other important subjects. To arrange for a formal at your convenience, please feel free to contact us at any time. Our contact details, upa zim, email address upa7zim at gmail.com, phone number plus 263-776-720 three zero four Our Brethren in South Africa UPA 7org South Africa email address info at UPA seven dot co dot a phone number plus two seven seven six nine seven zero eight two six three our website where you can find even the list of these that is www.upa7.co.za. seven dot our brethren in US UPA seven US email address UPA five four five three at gmail dot com phone number eight six zero seven nine eight three six seven two Our website wwwshepas dash road dash speaks dot org Our brethren in vanuatu UPA.org vanuatu email address UPA7Vanuatu at gmail.com. Phone number 678 May God continue to richly bless us as we see that God is honored his promise by sending us a prophet with the last message for the church, the message of the judgment of the living. God bless. Come back. Come back. back